Matthew 6, verses 14 through 15. For if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. And Romans 12, verse 9. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourselves, but rather give place unto wrath. For it is written, vengeance is mine, I will repay, saith the Lord. But the thing is, you don't have to worry about forgiveness until you get some healing from your grief and your pain from the people who have done you wrong and your abusers. So don't worry that you're, you know, you're not ready to forgive yet or all that stuff. If anything, that can hurt your healing process because if you just go straight to trying to forgive them all of a sudden without you dealing with your grief first, it could really make things harder. But if you also look at Luke chapter 22, verses 50 through 51, and one of them smote the servant of the high priest and cut off his right ear. And Jesus answered and said, Suffer ye this far. And he touched his ear and healed him. And we know that from John verse uh, chapter 18, that was Peter, right? And I love this story because it's a great example because I just imagine that if Peter came up to this guy later and said, Hey, man, Sorry about cutting off your ear there. <laughs> and then the guy would be like, oh, it's okay. Jesus healed me and my ears back in place. Everything's good to go. No, it's okay, man. No problem. I forgive you. Then I also imagine it if Jesus didn't heal him and his ear was missing. And then Peter tried to come up to him later and say, hey, man, sorry about cutting off your ear. He might still be a bit bitter about that. He might be like, yeah, that really hurt. And look how deformed I look. Now I can't even use stereo sound. And then Peter's going to be like, we don't have stereo sound yet. Well, never mind. Forget, you know, but look, at, I'm deformed now. How am I supposed to get married now? You know, things like that. And and so he'd be really bitter about it. So it wouldn't be so easy for him to forgive Peter just like that. And again, I don't even know if, if Peter ever asked him to do this or not. I just, just use my imagination to imagine that to give me a perspective. But it is true, like, I don't really have any uh, hatred or, or bitterness or anger towards the people who have hurt me or, or done me wrong, uh, or even to myself, really, because I did get my grief healed from those people and from myself. And so, yeah, I don't, I wish them the best. I really don't hate have hatred for them now. But that's because I was able to share my grief with Jesus and told him in prayers, I mean, with Heavenly Father and through Jesus Christ, I was getting healed by sharing with them in prayers, like what hurt, what was done, why it hurt, how bad it hurt, how it affected me, like, and just talking about my feelings about it. Um, and it, it wasn't just a one-time uh, feeling session or crying session, it was multiple times throughout years, and it wasn't all at once either. And whenever I did feel and grieve, it wasn't like, uh, it's usually only like 10 or 15 minutes at a time, but it was always intense, uncomfortable pain when I would do that. Uh, but as I was going through this process, I would get more grief healed and more grief healed up until the point that, yeah, it became so much easier to forgive those people. And it's also interesting how people say, well, forgiveness takes time. I'm not ready to forgive yet. Well, because as we've been talking about, or I've been talking about, I should say, is that you, you, it's not so easy to grieve. It's really hard. It's difficult dealing with that feeling monster, emotional flashbacks, especially if you're dealing with PTSD and CPTSD from that set abuse. You know, you're, you're, 
ah, it's 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 hard to start facing all that and feeling dealing with all that garbage all of a sudden. And yeah, like heck, you're just gonna want to get up and do that the next day. And if anything, no, I wouldn't suggest you would get up and do it the next day. I would also still suggest a, a lot of healing. I mean, a lot of prayers and building yourself up every day. Like I said before, at least 30 days, if you can build yourself up positively because of how much courage and how much agony it takes to, to take on the grief and the feeling monster and all of that. But yeah, again, if someone says, I'm not ready to forgive yet, I don't blame you, man. Who, who wants to deal with that? No one wants to deal with the feeling monster and die. No one. It sucks. But what is forgiveness anyway? Like, how do you, what does it mean to forgive somebody? Well, what it means is that you just stop wishing for horrible, bad things to happen to those people. And you stop wishing for them to die in horrible ways or to be tortured all the time. And, and you stop wishing for them to suffer in hellfire on top of that. Like, you're just no longer holding this grudge inside. Just keep constantly wishing for it. And also, it's exhausting to keep doing that anyways, to keep constantly having this grudge inside your head against some person. And so how do you know when you've forgiven somebody? It's just when you start wishing them the best on their life and their journey and you realize that you're at the same mercy position as they are because you, we are all at the mercy of Jesus Christ. Jesus is the only way that we will get forgiveness and the only way that we can be healed and saved in the kingdom of heaven. But not just that, but the only way we can get uh, yeah, our lives free from all this grief and so forth. But then you might be saying, but Mark, I know other people who healed a lot of grief and they don't even believe in God. Well, that's also because of what Jesus said when he said, blessed are they that mourn for they shall be comforted. So like if people will grieve, God will heal them regardless of if they believe in Jesus or not. It just can make the experience a lot more empowering and a, a lot more uh, a lot more powerful and effective to go directly to Jesus Christ for your healing. And here's the other thing about forgiveness. There's a few lies that the natural man believes as well as Satan will will feed the natural man that about forgiving somebody. Like one of the biggest lies is that well if I forgive them, then I'm try then that will tell them that what they did is okay. And that's so that's not true. You're not saying what they did was okay. You're just saying that hey, you're going to take this up with God now cuz you offended him by hurting me and you're going to have to deal with my friend Another lie that we get is that we think that if we don't forgive somebody and if we hold this grudge, we are able to get us a sense of justice. And although it's a false sense of justice, but, you know, to us, we think it's some type of justice, some type of control we can hold on to. But uh, I, I don't know about you, but I don't think that's ever worked. Like, no matter how much I've hated the person, they have never felt my wrath of my imagination. <laughs> I mean, yeah, don't get me wrong. It's like you can always retaliate and hit them back or do bad things back to them. Uh, but that's not good because then you're trying to take justice into your own hands when justice belongs to Jesus. And that's why in Romans 12, he said, you know, avenge not yourselves. You know, let me take care of the vengeance. I'll never forget this one time. Uh, this, this one lady just for some reason did not like me and she she could tell like she really didn't like me the way she would stick up her nose at me and go hmm, and turn around and and stuff like that and walk away from me and i remember thinking like i have no idea why you don't like me or you for some reason hate me but i don't feel any pain from it 
So the only person who's hurting is you. Sorry that you're going through that. <laughs> That's why it's also been said, like, you know, trying to not forgive somebody is like you drinking poison, expecting the other person to die. It really is only hurting you by trying to like, well, I'm not to forgive. I'm going to hold this grudge and constantly wish for horrible uh horrible things for them and to die in horrible ways or to be tortured in horrible ways and it's it's exhausting to constantly keep that in the back of your head another reason why uh there's this lie or this desire to not forgive is that you also want to keep that distraction because if you do start to forgive you start having to deal with grief and again it comes back to who wants to deal with grief no one wants to deal with grief no one wants to deal with the feeling monster like it's it's ridiculously hard and it just sucks like ouch but again it is so worth it absolutely worth it the the peace that you get from forgiving somebody more i'm sorry i should say the peace that you get from get or god helping heal your grief and the peace that you get with um having to forgive somebody is just so worth it it's so worth the pain of pushing through the feeling monster or the the flashbacks and the grieving uh, it's it was it's also worth it because all of that flashback and grieving was temporary pain but the, the but the bitterness the despair the constantly never forgiving people and blaming them and holding grudges that pain was never ending i had a personal experience with this like i imagine uh i get a lot of messages through my imagination because i spend an um, imagination with god a lot and this one time i god knocked it was jesus who knocked on my door and i opened the door and then Jesus looked at me and he said, hey, I hear that you're real upset with your dad. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. And then Jesus said, well, you want your dad to suffer, right, for, for the bad stuff he's done? And I said, yeah, that's right. I don't want him to suffer real bad. And then Jesus said, okay, well, I will suffer for your dad. And then I said, no, I don't want you to suffer. I want him to suffer. No, you're perfect. You 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 loved me, Jesus. You healed me. And you, you mentored me. I love you, Jesus. I don't want you to suffer for him. No. And Jesus said to me, excuse me, I can suffer for who I want. But then I said, but, but, but what if my dad doesn't repent? Or, or you know, what if, what if he never accepts what he's done was wrong and he doesn't repent? And, and then Jesus said, hey, that's my business, son. That's not your business. He repents to me. He doesn't repent to you. And yes, he still will eventually have to ask for your forgiveness, son, and try and come to you and make amends if he does choose to repent but again he has to work that out with me not with you son i'm the one who suffered hell for you son i'm the one who suffered the garden of gethsemane and died on the cross only i get to choose who i get to suffer for i get to choose who i get to save i get to choose who gets justice or not but the rest assured there will always be justice and then, like, I was so blown away by that, imagine in my head, because it's true. Like, who am I to tell Jesus who he can save? Who am I to tell Jesus who he can suffer for and save and give mercy to? And then I had another imagination episode where I was walking through this little cave-like dungeon, and I see Jesus leaning up against the wall, and then I hear a whole bunch of cries and, ah, and torture, like, you know, these horrible screams. And then I asked Jesus, so who's who's screaming there? And he goes, oh, yeah, that's your dad. I'm like, oh, man, sounds really painful. Oh, yeah, yeah, your dad uh, refused to repent, so now he has to suffer the consequences. And, he, oh, has he suffered, and, oh, will he continue to suffer? How hard to bear he knows not. 
So again, just recapping here. So forgiveness, you're never saying that what they did was okay. What you're saying is, ooh, you're in trouble. Uh, God has told me about the wrath that awaits you if you don't repent and if you don't work out with him. And whoa, 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 will you be sorry? And whoa, whoa, whoa unto you. And that the justice of God is way better than any justice you could think to give, especially if you're just holding grudges and just keep wishing they would die in the back or die and be tortured in the back of your head. And that, again, you can't really expect to forgive somebody right away if you haven't dealt with your own grief about their hurt they caused you in the first place. So I know we're always taught to forgive and always forgive men no matter what they've done to you, even if it means the horrible sexual abuse, incest, and beatings, and emotional, mental abuse for years and years and years, all these horrible things you could ever think of. It's like, it's still forgive them. And again, all you're saying when you say you forgive them is that I'm going to give the justice to God, let him be in charge of it. His justice and his wrath is way better than any justice I could serve. And, and what, that does not mean what they did was okay. And I have, I have got the courage to forgive them because I have already processed the grief. So it's no longer scary to try and forgive them now since I already processed that grief first. And then you're good to go. Okay, but after you're good to go and you've forgiven and you don't have that stuff hurting your soul anymore, it's real important to know that forgiving somebody is not the same as trusting them. Like, you don't have to trust the people. It's totally okay to forgive them and not trust to talk to them again or not to trust to have them in your life. It's totally okay to forgive them without even uh, going to approach them in person. That's totally okay. You don't even trust to talk to them in the first place. And I know that, and, and that's okay, like, Jesus, uh, God does that with me, because I know I've talked to him a few times, like, hey, Heavenly Father, can I see the things of Abraham? And then Heavenly Father goes, oh, come on, Mark, I know you, you know you have a big mouth, and you'll tell everybody, and you'll make this huge mess, and, and, or you'll think it's okay to tell your sister, and then your sister will be, like, telling everyone else, or, and, and so, on top of that, of all the faith it's going to take to get to that point like no i'm not just going to hand you that all of a sudden i can't just trust you to show you that right away <laughs> well, again it's the same thing with uh, with god he doesn't trust us with certain things and we have to earn some of his trust to get more blessings at times and that's okay but it never meant that god doesn't like loves you any less and it doesn't mean he doesn't forgive you um I mean, it does mean that God does need more time to forgive you at times because you have to earn your forgiveness sometimes depending on what you've done. But he, he always still loves you and he's working with you to try and help you get there. But it doesn't, yeah, again, it doesn't mean he has to trust you with everything. So if you're going to forgive the person who tried to kill you and if that person wants to come in your life, then you're just going to be like, nope, ghosted, moved away, whatever. But if you invite that said person who's tr who tried to kill you and you forgive them, but you invite them back in your house and you die, ah, sorry, man, you should have learned about trust, too.